millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello, and welcome to another episode of All by the Popcorn. I'm Emily. And I'm Alessandra. And today we are continuing our ABC series um, where we have watched, we have watched the never-ending story from 1984. (laughs) (laughs) I think I chose this one. You sure did. Because I had never seen it. And had you ever seen this movie? So I thought that I had, but... I either I watched it and I just was so young that I just didn't rem- I remember I remember seeing Falcor like either it was in a commercial or it was in just something else um I I remember very much like like Falcor the character looked yeah. very familiar so I thought I'd seen this movie but none of this movie rang any bells so I don't this- think I don't know if I've seen it <laughs> this movie was like a fantasy fever dream um, Dude, that's exactly what I said <laughs> after it ended. I was like, that was a fever dream. <laughs> and, you know, I kind of enjoyed it. Like, I think throughout the entire thing, I was like, this is really weird. It's it's kind of low budget. It's like got some fun puppetry. You know, it's got a lot of quirks to it. The acting's not terrible. And it's it's honestly kind of not as bad as it could be. So I I liked it. <laughs> um, I guess I guess my question would be: Is this based off of anything, like a book or or a short story? Like like is this based off of anything? I I, I did like no research. I, I wanted I, to do some I research. I also did no research. Um, I good, thought you good, were gonna do good. some research. Well, um, you know me. It's it's a fifty fifty chance if I'm gonna do research. I kind of expect you to do it. <laughs> I think it was a German based. So apparently the Germans produced this movie. Um, even though I did it was see a lot English. of very interesting last names. Looked very foreign. Yes, um, even though that had like American actors and stuff, um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it it seems that this guy, this like director, this was like all his situation. Wolfgang Peterson. Oh my um, gosh, there's a second one, Alessandra. Oh man, no, there is not. Um, yeah, no. so like definitely i was i was really invested in and i thought it was like pretty good fantasy because it really doesn't explain a lot to you and it has that pretty catchy song in the beginning so yeah it starts it starts at a 100 like with that song (laughs) i was i was i was i was bobbing my head i was singing along i was jamming like right in the beginning so it's it it really pulls you in um I 
I th- I think this movie had some great qualities, uh-huh. but I'll probably put this in the basket of I will probably never watch this again. I can think of other yeah. movies that kind of came out during this time period and kind of have this similar, um, similar uh, vibe feel, whatever. Um, you know, with the puppetry and everything, that I would much rather rewatch. Um, like. The Dark Crystal. I would much rather rewatch that than than probably ever ever turn on this movie again. Right. Um, that's because I, that's Jim Henson. So. Well, yes, but it's same same general feel. I think. I think it's got that same a lot more of yeah, a budget though, like puppetry and creativity and fantasy, um, and just like different kind of worlds and stuff. So, like this one. To me, like, I got confused because I thought that the lead character played by Bastion was also the actor who played Atreyu. That is exactly what Raymond said. I was watching this with my roommates, and and yeah, and and Raymond was like, are those two the same person? (laughs) I was like, no, no, they're not. They're They're not, not, but it would have been better if they were because it just was like, right? It did. They were so. They looked so similar that I was like, wait, is this the same kid? Because it makes sense that he would stick himself in this, you know, because he's reading a book about this great warrior who's also a child, you know. So yeah, and the way that and the way that the reader kind of becomes intertwined with the book at the end, like you would definitely think that the reader would kind of become a character in the book. Like, like it's it's a very strong connection, and it's and it's very important by the end of the of the film that that the reader saves Fantasia. Um, yes, and so yeah, I I definitely agree that that maybe it would have been. And honestly, the um the kid reading the book, even though very campy and cheesy, I think he was a better actor than the kid who played Atreyu. I agree with um, you. He was good. Like yeah, Barrett Oliver good. was. He's good excellent like i thought that he did it he you know as child actors goes you know they they had some pretty decent ones in the 80s and the 90s um there were a lot of kid-friendly movies in, in that time as well and so this one i definitely saw the idea that this would be a children's movie just because of the content like it was just like it's the simple all, story yeah, the puppetry yeah. it was very dark though i i mean if if, right, if with there the were if there was a <laughs> If there was a very high number of of children watching this movie, I would, I would almost be and and them enjoying it. Like honestly, like I mean, sure, take your kid to see this movie, but will your kid really enjoy this movie? Maybe the puppetry was very was very fun, um, but it was very dark. Uh, it was very scary at some points. Yeah, um, I would say it's honestly not as dark as the Dark Crystal, but oh but for the sure, part for sure. where the the or is um, gross. Yeah, that's true. The dark but crystal's the, really gross sometimes. The part where like the the kid Atreyu is in the like swamp of sadness and then he loses his horse Artax. Um I did not anticipate that being so soon into the movie because I obviously knew about this because this is like a main point of contention among people who are like this is the saddest thing to ever happen to me as a kid was watching this horse sink into the mud. And yes. I didn't realize it was it was literally like right as Atreyu started his 
his quest and i was like oh that was so fast we are literally like you and i watching this film we're probably thinking and doing the exact same things uh because yeah i was i was like what are we 30 minutes into this damn movie and and our tax is already dead and i i knew that too that's why i thought i'd seen this movie before because i knew that our tax died there's a mouse in here oh my (gasps) god i see it oh (laughs) i think i'm gonna be okay but are you making oh, a friend? It's in the rafters. I'm in a I'm in a garage. Oh, oh, oh you can hear it. Oh my gosh! It's oh no! around. Oh my god. god! Are you gonna be okay? Do you need to? Do you need to? Do you need to move locations? No, I think I'm gonna be okay. okay. I don't think it's gonna come down here. It's probably afraid of me. So, anyway, I'm sorry. Continue what you were saying. No, it's okay. This is this is this is very exciting content to add to the podcast. Um That's why I thought I'd seen this movie because I knew that Artax died and I knew and I knew that there was a girl princess the child, like empress. The, yes, the child like yeah, the, the child empress at the end and I knew that I knew that the boy needed to give her a name in order for in order for him to save it. Like I knew this. Oh, so, dang, you knew a so lot. I feel like I saw this movie before. <laughs> I think you did. I think I probably you probably did. saw it I on VHS. Have. You know, uh, that, and then the, that dragon, I mean, the act of voice acting for that, like, um, <laughs> dragon the, was so funny for Falcor. Oh the pup- my God. Like the puppets. Okay. Here's the thing. The puppets looked amazing, but they're, they did not get the mouths right. Like <laughs> a- every puppet that had to talk. It just was like very like ma 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 and they were like monster like, like the rock monster and Falcor, Falcor and yes. the turtle and and what was up with noses like any puppet that had a nose the nose would just like be just bouncing around like <laughs> yeah I, I was like I, I, I was did like notice that nose I did bounces like e- even for animals like the turtles yeah. was bouncing the <laughs> Falcors was just like going crazy i was like okay you need to just calm down this nose right now oh my gosh at that first um that first like uh gathering of the peoples of fantasia there were some really amazing like and unique looking creatures and peoples in that um group of people there was like so many different and cool and wild creatures in there i thought it was very creative yeah like like the big-headed people and then like the people with multiple faces uh-huh. and then there were like there were like some kids wearing like gray moth like butterfly costumes in the back and one of them just looked like he didn't want to be there like wearing this thing <laughs> like Probably some german kid yeah yeah some, a very german kid um my favorite puppet would probably have to be the um the snail oh the snail like racing cute. snail yes yeah. the racing snail there's something in the in the in the uh, poster here that i don't feel like i saw but if you look at the poster on imdb there's like these two blue they honestly look like the things from from dark the dark crystal like mm-hmm. they are they're like hunched over like vultures when did we see things like that in the movie I'm I'm looking here. Um 
I thought of anything like maybe the two phoenix statues. Are those yeah? Been are there. those the phoenix statues? No, because... they're not. They're like birds. Sorry, my internet is not very good, so I'm having a hard time clicking on it right now. But they're like um... two vultures, and I don't remember seeing. I agree with you. I don't know what that is either. I I don't know what that is. I don't remember seeing seeing that at all. Uh, yeah, I, I I don't recall it. Um, this was just this was just really campy. This movie, honestly, like everything about it was just so. It was fun. It was fun. I, again, like. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, I had a good time. I had a good time watching and laughing. I was okay, but I here's was the thing: a lot too, actually. <laughs> I was laughing like. Like, because I was uncomfortable. <laughs> like, that's why I found yeah. myself laughing. Because either something would be kind of cringy, like the voice acting or like the child acting. Yeah. Or just like the puppets that just old looking. man, like giving him the book. That was hilarious. Oh my gosh, that old man. He was hilarious. I was like, <laughs> oh my gosh, should I? Like, I'm kind of scared of this guy, but, but, but I'm like, he's not going to hurt this kid, obviously. But like. He looks, he looks creepy. And, and it's just, it's, it's, it's interesting world building. Maybe I would have liked a few more characters because we get, we get introduced. Yeah, I mean, like, honestly, the story starts so abruptly that (laughs) I didn't know what to think. Like, you're, you're just sitting in, in this dark, scary, like, forest thing and you have, like, a bat, a snail, some guy who looks very familiar. I think he's. I think he's in something. I was something. gonna look him up. Is he an Oompa Loompa? Yes, isn't he? Yes. Yes, Deep Roy. I was right. He was in. Yes, he's in Charlie and the he... Chocolate Factory. Yes. Um, yeah, hundred percent. Willy Wonka. Um, but that was like he was in the the newer one, not the older one. I don't think. Maybe he was in also in the older ones. Um, but that's what um, I, I recognized him from. Oh, yes, yes, that's also what I recognized him from as well. But yeah, so like you have the you have these campers just like out in the forest, and then and then comes the rock monster or the rock eater or something. Um, and you know he 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 kind of gives you the backstory. He's like, yeah, the nothing is is is. <laughs> They're trying to figure out what the nothing is, and it's just these conversations that they had <laughs> were just so so painful sometimes like that it just because he's they like were slow was, conversations they were too, slow, like slow 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 AF. Like and i think it was slow to maybe line it up with the puppets a bit better like like oh if uh-huh. we just speak really slowly maybe it'll line up okay with the because even the even the um the not the dubbing but like the the I mean, sure, maybe the dubbing, the the even the um, voiceovers for everyone even were kind of off. Like I think, um, uh, Deep Roy's character is, is named Teeny Weenie. Like he said something, and it was completely off of the way his lips were moving. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, I, that and makes there was a so lot much of that. sense. There was yeah. a, it was it all seemed very off. Like, 
And like, and I really don't want to bash on this movie because it was very cute. Like it, it was, yeah. it was, and a it was cute... resourceful. Let's be honest. Like they're very but... resourceful. This this movie looked like they had looked like they had five dollars to spend, and they and they made this masterpiece. It is really good for like the like. It is definitely like worth the it makes you also just like if you were a kid and you saw this in the 80s you'd probably be like oh my god this is like my favorite movie now like you know it's for sure it's so, so much weird stuff yeah <laughs> yeah it's weird everyone probably had a had a falcor plushie like i want a falcor plushie like falcor was so cute i love <laughs> yeah. i loved how i loved how stiff he moved like in the sky <laughs> falcor i train and I lo- you falcor <laughs> Yeah, I love when they, and then at the very end when when he was using Falcor to like scare the bullies, and Falcor just goes like, "Wow!" I know. <laughs> so, so I was so cracking. Up. He was like, "I'm so glad that you brought that up because I was." He was like, he was like ah. "Wow!" <laughs> this there was this face that the that the um wolf made when like when he gets to the very end and he's like he's like at the storybook like ruins and you can kind of like see all the scenes that atreyu went through um and then there's that hole in the wall where the where the wolf is um yeah yeah (laughs) like this wolf was scary oh yeah yeah. he was he was the voice was really good the voice was was really scary like it looked really good, but like there was just this face that he said something and then he like twisted his head and like showed his teeth and he just looked really derpy. Like, <laughs> and, and I was just laughing. Like, Raymond and I were just like laughing, like <laughs> mimicking it and just laughing. Um, because it just, yeah. oh my god, it was, it was a fun time. Like, I, I will not, I will not lie and say I didn't have a fun time watching this, but it was probably not for the right reasons. <laughs> <laughs> Um, also, like that couple that was like the little um, alchemist and and scientist um, couple. Yeah, like little they like were... elves or something, or like little <laughs> gnomes. They were very short. They were really tiny, and on it, like they had so much essences of the Princess Bride couple. Um, oh, you know, with um, uh, what's his uh, name? The, uh, that's not Billy. It's not Billy Crystal, is it? Yes, Billy Crystal. Yes, and then the and then... lady who's in Kimmy Schmidt. Um. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. What's her name? Anyway, they're they're so funny, but they had like they were trying to do that same kind of thing, uh, in in this like movie because it was like the two co- the two bickering couple, but they just like weren't that funny, so it just didn't have the same kind of you know it, it it wasn't billy crystal playing this guy so it just didn't have the same kind of thing you know no the the humor the humor was not delivered um at its best i think to really to really uh to make it work i mean they <laughs> they they tried very hard to be funny but uh no um if anything, he he just looked funny, and I just liked I like look like, honestly before I started before I started watching the movie they they put him they put that guy with the one tooth, um yep the one tooth in in the banner in the banner and I saw that and I was like, do I really want to watch this movie right now? <laughs> like, <laughs> 
<laughs> like, he, he was terrified bad, me. Though. Yeah, like, I was, got. The, yeah, <laughs> I got to the page and I was like about to press play, and I was like, "I wonder who this fun character is going to be. <laughs> I wonder when I'm when I'm going to see this uh this life of the party." He I mean, kind of was, was though. He really was. He was probably one of the better actors. Um, yeah, that was. He really gave it for his sure. all. Like, let's be for honest. Sure. Um, yeah, he was really great. He was really great. Again, I just wish there was a bit more. I mean, this movie was only an hour and 30 minutes, very short. And a, it, a lot of it was the slow-talking puppets. So, you know, like, they really spent a lot of time on, you know, every single scene. Like, when he was talking to that giant turtle. <laughs> yeah, Morla or something, or Mar- Marlo. Or yeah whatever it was More just love. like everything took like a really long time like the editing was just like really taking its time yeah because i just it just felt like they didn't have too much to to say Content. like they were yeah they were just yeah they were just really working with what they got and what they got was not much um so they 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 did what they could and I gotta just... read this little trivia bit about that fight scene with that, with that, um, the first one, the very first one. No, no, no. The <laughs> fight scene with the dog, with the wolf. Yeah. The, 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 sorry. Sorry. The very first trivia. Cause I was reading it too. And I was oh, like, oh my God, oh, I yes. have to read it. Do you want me to read it or do you want to read it? Yeah. You, you, you go ahead. You read it. Okay. Noah Hathaway almost lost an eye. We played a tray. You almost lost an eye during the fight scene versus Gmork. One of the claws on his giant paws poked him in the face. The robot was also so heavy that he lost his breath as well when he was hit to the ground by it. They only made one shot due to the risk that he would get seriously wounded. Right, and then this also just makes me, like, because we've talked about, um, what was it, like, A Clockwork Orange. Like, you know, just actors not being safe film, filming movies like back in this time. Dude, you gotta I mean, read that second one because it's also. Oh no! Okay, okay, here we go. Here we go. So, <laughs> oh no, these poor children. I worry about watching movies this old just because of the children and and what harm they could have it's been put in. It's not even that old. It was made in the eighties. Hey. <laughs> All right, here we go. This is the trivia. Noah Hathaway was hurt twice. During the making of the movie, while learning to ride a horse, his horse threw him off and then stepped on him. While shooting the drowning sequence in the Swamp of Sadness, his leg got caught on the elevator and he was pulled underwater. He was unconscious by the time he was brought to the surface. (gasps) Unconscious? What the fuck? Unconscious. Oh, this is ridiculous. In the trivia, like the little x-ray thing I saw on the Amazon, it said that Noah Hathaway is the owner of a tattoo shop in Los Angeles with his wife now. (laughs) Um, what? Yeah. Maybe you should get your tattoo from him. Um, I will probably get a tattoo from him. Um, for sure. This is. How many I mean, people it's not probably for sure. want like a never-ending story tattoo from this guy? Oh, I hope. I hope a lot. I hope he makes a lot of money just just making tattoos of Falcor, like on people, <laughs> right? Snaking down somebody's side, like just the really clunky Falcor going, ah, like you know, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Or um, 
or the um, um oh what's it called like the snake pendant the oh, snake cool. intertwined the... pendant yeah, yeah i could was... see people getting that for sure definitely that thing was um, neat that was that was cool yeah here's here's the th- <laughs> I, I like the third one um this was the most expensive film ever produced in germany at the time it was made wow what wow what's the budget for this movie what other movies were made during this time and what do they look like <laughs> well they they just didn't have the same like production as as america i mean not for a long long time so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i mean most places didn't let's be honest um uh, the next one is also good. I'm sorry. We just keep... I don't know anything about this, so everything is interesting. According to the book, the childlike empress's new name that Bastion screams into the night is Moonchild, which yeah, you know, cause, honestly cause makes sense because... <laughs> what are you going to say? So... Did did they purposefully make it like kind of inaudible like at the very end? Because the, the caption just said yelling. And yeah. I, could, I y- could not hear a name. Um, but the, but they talked about but they talked about giving the the, his the child name. empress yes his mother's name his mother's name was not Moonchild well, it might have been Moonchild because his name was fucking Bastion <sighs> okay I mean why would his father marry somebody named Moonchild like he was the most like unhappy. Like Strict. bland individual I've ever bland. seen. <laughs> bland and, like, father. Why would anybody named Moonchild want to marry somebody like that? <laughs> yeah, I bet. I bet the dad's name was like Tom. Like, right? It... Yeah, I don't know. Okay, because because yeah, at the very end when he was like just yelling something, I was like, what? What name was that? None of us could hear it, and I guess I guess it's that's that's it's just. That's how it was supposed it, to be. It is based off of a book. Um, and, like, apparently Atreyu was supposed to be green. <laughs> like, he's his like, skin? No. Yeah, his skin is supposed to be green. Like, the character is supposed to be... Okay. <laughs> um, and you can ride on Falkor's back on location at the Bavaria Film Park in Munich, Germany. No. Uh-huh. I think you could just get on, on it. He is actually no. a 43 foot long motorized creature with 60, sorry, excuse me, 6,000 plastic scales and pink feather fur. His head is three feet tall and long and has a long tongue in the mouth. <laughs> oh my gosh, we have to go to this film park. <laughs> oh my God, no. <laughs> we have um, to ride Falcor. <laughs> <laughs> The original RN for this film now hangs in an enclosed glass display in Steven Spielberg's office. Aw. Wait. Why Steven? Does Steven Spielberg have something to do with this movie? I don't know. He It, it is a film paraphernalia or whatever. Like memorabilia. Not paraphernalia. Excuse me. <laughs> yeah, I'm really tired. Um, It's a film memorabilia. He probably owns a lot of film memorabilia. Yeah, he seems he seems like that kind of guy to collect things like that. So okay, I I just thought he had it because he worked on the movie in some way, but I didn't see his name, so I didn't think that was the thing. Let's see. Uh-huh. It looks like they tried to paint Noah Hathaway green. Yeah. Um. But uh, 
But no. It wasn't believable. I looked like fungi, what Hathaway said, apparently. And he was not green. There you go. That's why he wasn't green. This is interesting. I mean, it just... It's an interesting movie. It's. I'm glad that people liked it. I'm glad it made a good... Like, its budget was... 27 million dollars what um really never it's uh, (laughs) it grossed 20 million dollars it didn't even make its budget (gasps) back (laughs) it didn't meet it oh no but it's got such a cult following that i feel like it probably made it in the post release like not well, probably. when it was in theaters, but they do sing it. The Dustin and his girlfriend sing it in Stranger Things. Remember the song? Oh yes, yes they do. Yes, we've definitely heard sure. this song before, so it's like it, it's like well known. Yeah, you know? I'm sure. I'm I'm sure it's it's if if you look at the IMDb page, it has gone up by. It has gone up by quite a few points. If you look at the popularity, like yeah. I, I don't know when IMDb added this, um, but you could see what's trending. And uh, it used to be at, at 360, and now it's gone up to 902. So it's something happened. Wait, about it never ending story to, th- to 900. What? Yeah, that's what it says here. Here on the on the main on the main page, it says popularity 902. That's 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 the number it's at. It's gone up. Oh. But People are talking be, about never ending story, apparently. Wouldn't it be like more popular if it was closer to one? Um, no, I've I've noticed I've noticed with the with the IMDB thing that if the number's higher, it's it's trending for okay. some reason. I really don't know how this trending thing works. Um but like usually, like new movies that are coming out are usually trending a lot. But it's probably just how many people come to the pages, um, and like right, which we're coming to. Yep. Now, so we are we are contributing to that. You're well, welcome. I cannot. I am on my phone, so I cannot see the plot keywords. Okay, I will read them. Let's see where are we at. Here we go. So the plot keywords are book, story within a story. Dragon, reading, and hero. That is the. That is it. That is. There you go. That. I like that's the, it. That's, <laughs> that's the movie. I like the concept of the never-ending story because it was like you were the person who's reading the book is always the one to um do the like to you save can it. Read it. Yeah, like you're the you're the one that's in charge, so you get to read it as many times as you want, but also you can like invent things in your own mind and the story never ends. But also we're watching a movie, so like we're the viewers of this never ending of this kid reading never ending story. So it's just like a lot of uh it's a lot it's lots to think about there. <laughs> Well, yeah, and and so after he saves Fantasia, he sa- uh, the Falcor says that you know he's given a bunch of wishes where he can just he can wish for things, and so does that mean the story is also changing a lot? Because it definitely seems like the book has magical um, 
properties because it even said like, oh, Bastion who ran into a bookstore to to escape his bullies. Like that was written in the story uh-huh. to uh-huh. to specifically pertain to Bastion. Um, so like, I know I know that his wish was probably to save Fantasia, but like, is is the is the world and and therefore the story also changing in some ways like what if the wishes he makes kind of changes the way the story will go moving forward like i feel like there was a lot to uncover here yeah maybe in the second one they just kind of address that that like meta shit a little bit more too bad we will never never watch it probably never watch (laughs) it i mean there's never gonna be a time when never ending story two or never ending story three is on tv and we happen to catch it it's just not gonna happen and if but if it ever did if it ever did happen i promise we would watch it yeah if, if if it's anywhere if it's literally anywhere even even on youtube free with ads <laughs> like maybe i'll watch it have you noticed that there are like movies you could watch on youtube that are free but just with ads imdb um, has it too yeah yeah, I was really interested because I saw I saw Moulin Rouge on there. I was actually really interested in doing that because I was like, "Ooh, Moulin Rouge! I haven't seen that movie in a while." Oh, I love that movie, man! So good, so good. So really good. is, really is great. Right, let's look at this uh, meta score because apparently this movie is not old enough to not have to not have uh, Metacritic reviews. Yep, and it's got let's a forty six overall. Really panned. I mean, the highest one is a 90 by Variety. And the like, the, I'm not going to be able to go to the Metacritic website here, but I on this, will go yeah, to the Metacritic I website. I mean, there's a 10 on here from the New York Times. Um, yeah. There, that so is just low. Not many people <laughs> were, uh, were, were critiquing movies back in this time, apparently, because uh, only six positive reviews, one mixed review, and three negative reviews there that's all the reviews that are here on imdb um i think it's only 10 reviews of this movie in general where normally i think we're seeing 90 to a 10 like can you imagine that they're every single one they're everywhere it's it's insane that's that's such a big difference you either really like this movie or you really but but you know what i actually thought this movie was okay like I'm probably more in like the the low like I'm definitely below fifty, but I wouldn't say this gets as low as a ten. Like I wouldn't say I hated this movie so much that I want to burn it from my memory and like just like you know completely completely remove it from my memory. Like that's not no. Like this is fine. It's fine. I'm, I'm I I don't feel terrible that I've seen this movie. This time review here that gave him a twenty is honestly. It's a great review. A lot of it is real pretty, the colors and creatures and all, but these days, you know, every movie is really pretty. I guess the only thing that kept me glued to my seat was the gum somebody'd stuck to the upholstery. 16th of July, 1984. That's what they said. What? Uh, What? I guess every movie is really pretty. This is the 80s. Like, what? (laughs) Oh, my gosh. You know what this... Oh, my God. Seeing that date, that makes me want to go somewhere where there's just, like, super... Like, like, just just go to a place that has, like, um, historic Time magazine 
uh, copy so I can, like, read some of those movie reviews that are in there. I would love to just... Oh, man. Do libraries have stuff like that? Right, well, they should, right? You can actually find a lot of this online. I mean, they have archives that they've oh, yeah? scanned all of them, so... Ooh. Okay. Well, because we have to, we have to read the 10. Um, the New York Times gave it a 10. <sighs> the never-ending story is a graceless, humorless fantasy for children, combining live actors and animated creatures in mostly imaginary settings. He didn't have much to say at all. That's a graceless really quote right there. That is... That, yeah, that was a... That was a that lazy was a grace. It that was, was lazy. That was very lazy. Yes. Was lazy. Um, I'm going to read the Roger Ebert. If you were going to bash it, you could have done better than that. Right, right. And obviously, we've got the king of uh, reviews here, Roger Ebert. Yes, yes, of The yes. Chicago Sun-Times. He gave it a 75, which okay. is really good. Um, the idea of the story within the story is one of the nice touches in the never-ending story. Another one is the idea of a child's faith and being able to change the course of fate. Maybe not since the kids in the audience were asked to save Tinkerbell and Peter Pan has the outcome of a story been left so clearly up to a child's willingness to believe. Hmm. He was really okay. on board with this this concept of this movie. Yeah. You know, and it, inter- it interactive a in a way. Yeah, like it told the kids that you should keep dreaming. And it's okay to dream and think about a fantasy and think about like different stories and creatures and stuff like that's that's good. You know? Yeah. Never never stop imagining, never stop dreaming. Yeah. Super cute. It was and it Super was cute. like really successful at that. Like I thought that that, you know, like the yeah. nothingness made sense that that would be something like oh people just don't care. It's like forgetting Bing Bong and inside you know, uh, Inside Out, that movie. It's like the same yeah. thing. Like, it's just swallowed up by nothingness and you're just like, oh, bing bong. Yeah, I think that, I think even in a way, Fantasia could maybe even be like the inner workings of, of, of a mind. Like, like what you were saying with Inside Out. Like, cause there was the, um, there was the swamp of sadness and there was like the, uh-huh. you know, sea of hopefulness or something, you know, like all, all these, all these names of places could very much be like emotions or just ways that, that someone could be feeling. Um, it's exactly what it is, way, ways to overcome stuff like that. You know, we cracked it. We fucking cracked it. <laughs> that's it, everybody. That's, that's never ending story, man. That's it. What, what's our next one? I'll tell you. Open it oh, up shit. right now. I, I did oh. look up. Uh, I it? was trying to rack my brain and I could not remember what the next letter is. Oh, oh okay. This is why checked? I don't remember. You picked this Ocean oh. Waves. Um, I don't know where you <gasps> found this movie. What is it? Oh, oh, is this the anime movie? Oh, I think it is. I think it is. Oh, and- yeah. I don't know how we're gonna find this movie, dude. <laughs> <laughs> is it the the TV movie? from 1993 um, or I'm going to go um, with the yeah it's anime <gasps> it's studio ghibli <laughs> oh hell yes okay, okay yep this is it this is it oh my gosh this is it well yep. great that's that's awesome i'm i'm really excited yes 
I am definitely always down to watch um, other Studio Ghibli stuff that isn't like, you know, the 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 ones that everyone knows. You know, Howl's Moving Castle, Spirited Away, Ponyo, you know, whatever. Yeah, totally. I want to I want to dive deep into the Ghibli depths and watch everything. Um, we're going in there. We're, we're, we're doing it. We're doing it. I'm so excited. Oh, my gosh. It's so exciting. I forgot I added that movie. And I, I forgot that it was a Ghibli film. <laughs> It's a good thing. I like literally was like, I'm, I don't know what movie we picked. I really don't. And that's, that's, I, yeah. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. I'm uh, really excited. Um, but thanks everyone for listening. Um, if you enjoyed this episode, um, please rate and review our show. You can do that on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher. We're also now on Spotify. And if you need notifications on future episodes that we release, please follow our social media. We have Twitter at By the Popcorn, Instagram at All By the Popcorn Podcast, Facebook, all by the popcorn podcast and just like our page um youtube all by the popcorn podcast um and subscribe to that channel um we are also now on tiktok it is it is all by the popcorn is that what it is all by the popcorn podcast okay all by the popcorn podcast on tiktok um and if you want to give us any movies like that you recommend us to watch that you'd like us to talk about, uh, please email us at allbythepopcornpodcast at gmail.com. Um, thanks everyone for listening. Talk to you next time. Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.